You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hello friends. So it has been a few days. I have missed you all, but I've just been buzzing with ideas on things to talk about and I really just wanted to settle on one that felt really right and one that I could also record in one take because that's a little bit the motto of Tigress. I basically get on it right before I go to sleep and I talk for about 15 minutes, I don't edit it or anything like that, and then it's out in the world. Um, And for me, it's part of the product behind my recent sort of obsession in recognizing that I don't believe you can be truly authentic on social media because no matter what, these platforms are designed where we are making little choices every single click that we make from the type of photo you post to the actual photo you post of the maybe 100 you actually took, the edits you might add to it, the contrast, just the small things, um, even to like any sort of working on the caption and rewording things and choosing the emojis. And for some reason, I have loved Tigris as an outlet because To me, this has felt like the most authentic I can be in a sort of media way, like getting online and basically talking into a microphone, not editing it, and then putting it out in the world. So with that, I am really excited to talk today about learning about my diagnoses. And it's something that I have been really nervous to talk about just because I think I'm still working through a lot of the shame I feel myself um, about some of my diagnoses Um, and I don't know, I just feel ready to talk about it more because every single time I open up to someone or, you know, talk on Clubhouse about being diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, um, which, which I think has the most stigma around it of all my things. Uh, or complex PTSD or ADHD, all these things, the first reaction is, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Or like, oh wow. You know, the oh wow, that kind of says like, ooh, that's a lot. Like, I don't know if I trust you. And 
when I got my diagnosis after like hours of neuropsych testing and meetings this past summer, it was the same thing even from my therapist. The professionals that I was working with would basically say like I'm you know I know this is a lot and they would ask me are you okay like are 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 you sad like assuming that it was really um something that I was beating myself up over about when in fact it was quite the opposite and for me I think I've grown up and still today I have these moments where I just really don't like who I am. Like I I look at myself and I'm like, why am I like this? Why is it that I feel manic? And why is it that I can obviously tell that I'm stressing people out? Um, A few of my friends who've been listening to Tigress, they recently told me, oh, it's because your voice is soothing. And that was a complete surprise to me because I grew up with like my family and my friends and even like my current partner always saying like, okay, take a deep breath because I do get into this mode that's like kind of frantic and now I know like manic um, where I sort of always assumed that I wasn't a relaxing person and I don't think I am. I'm not saying that I am, but I think that it was those little things where I grew up just being like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that I make people stressed out or, you know, my mom or you know my family would say like drama follows me and I don't like drama and then I find myself in drama and I don't know why and I uh, can't go to sleep and I hate myself for it and I can't feel my body and I'm having depersonalization and I'm mad. I think there's something wrong with me, right? I think every romantic relationship I had in my teen years and beyond, I was always like, I'm just really screwed up. Like, I just really am screwed up, right? And I don't know what it is, but I'm just really screwed up. Like, I am damaged goods. And having my diagnoses, I think, lifted this burden off my shoulders of shaming myself for thinking, like, there is something wrong with me to transitioning and thinking, because of what I went through, my brain developed in a bit of a different way. Because of what I had to survive through, my mind sort of developed these different coping mechanisms. And rather than thinking there is something wrong with me, I start to move towards this understanding that maybe it's not something that's wrong with me. It's just something that I have to deal with and have to learn to live with. This show is part of the Pro-Democracy Podcast Coalition. I think most of us agree that in a functioning democracy, the winner should be determined by the voters. Well, that almost didn't happen in 2020. Now, extremists are working to intimidate and replace nonpartisan election workers with quote-unquote yes-men who might reject election results. The only thing that will stop them is us. We partnered with the grassroots pro-democracy organization, Represent Us, to give you the tools you need to protect free and fair elections. Learn more and get involved. Visit represent.us slash pod to learn more. And, you know, last summer was the first time that I actually went on any sort of medication for mental health. And, you know, everyone has their own treatment that works for them. And I, you know, grew up in a family that was very resistant to meds and for me, it was a really big game changer because being able to have a diagnosis where I could look at the DSM profile where it's like actually all the different symptoms and stuff, when I could look at that and realize, oh, okay, you know, BPD is something that develops when you have sustained trauma, it just kind of filtered out more so that narrative of I am screwed up, there is something wrong with me. And it became more like, well, I've gone through a lot and this is something I'm going to learn to cope with, right? Um, And so I just kind of wanted to share that because I think that when we talk about diagnoses or even it makes me so mad anytime 
anyone uses the term like mental illness because it implies that there is the sickness to it, right? And that is the shame that I think I'm still trying to deconstruct within myself when in reality, I do think that there is a positive wave of people recognizing that this isn't something that we need to feel sad about or shamed about, but like, how can we actually frame learning about our diagnoses as something that gives us a pathway for treatment, right? For me, like, I had done CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, for um, for PTSD, right? For really trying to rework the narrative uh, in my head. And, you know, I'm not an expert, but I'll say in my experience, CBD, CPT, wait, no, cognitive behavioral therapy, CB, CBT, so many acronyms, um, was really around, like, trying to reframe the narrative so that I wasn't getting so triggered every time anything reminded me of my trauma but it was really something that I could talk myself through and um, could reshift so I could really deal with that memory that was always going to stick with me. DBT dialectical behavioral therapy was actually specifically designed for people with BPD and it's really around learning that self-talk Um, and I will tell you, I'm still kind of having it sink in, but DBT is something that I would never have known to look at or do something about unless I'd gotten my diagnoses. Right. And so I say all this to say, like, I I don't know. I've just really recognized over the last few months as I've started to open up about this, like I get that pity, like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? When in reality, like, yeah, I'm going to cope with it. Yeah. It is not fun to have these things. But actually, like, having a diagnosis was such a turning point for me and just realizing, like, I don't know, just having that burden lifted off my shoulders of, like, wow, there's not something wrong with me. This is just who I am and this is what I'm learning to live with. And I know it's completely different, but I actually feel the same way around having language to talk about my sexuality. And this is something that I do not talk about publicly, and I feel like I'm sort of more open to talking about it here just because I I think I still struggle to believe that anyone is listening to these. Um, but, you know, I, I never really thought that I wanted to or needed to, like, come out with a certain term or label, mostly because I didn't... I, I've seen so many of my friends, especially in the uh, social advocacy space, get completely like labeled by their sexuality, right? It becomes that epithet that comes before their name and what they do, right? Like the queer blank, the, you know, it's just like every interview. And for me, I don't know. I think sexuality is something that I, 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 one was questioning for so long Two, I think I have had narratives that were, um, not the most inclusive fed to me at a really early age, actually by my grandparents, um, who, who were not so accepting. And it's interesting because I only came out to like my family a couple years ago. Um, and yeah, I think similarly, I know that there's this pushback around like labels in general, especially when it comes to sexuality. And I totally respect and understand that. But it was actually, it, it, it actually was sort of a similar thing to my mental health diagnoses of when I learned about the term pansexual, it was actually the term that made me like, oh, wait, I, that, that is me. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not kind of this weird thing where like, I don't feel like I fit into the bucket of, you know, bisexual or either hetero or um, homosexual. And like, 
for me having that language of like wait I'm not the only one who can just be kind of into everything you know like that language and that vocabulary is something that also lifted something off my shoulders and I say all this to say not I'm I'm not endorsing labels but I just kind of wanted to share that for me doing that research and learning about diagnoses and like what really those are and learning about just the history behind labels around sexuality or around race like all of these things I think have been extremely healing for me in a world where I think that a lot of the time especially labels around diagnoses society tells me to feel sad about so I don't know I'm just this is my rant at fucking 12 30 a.m but I just wanted to say for all of you out there who might be wondering like oh I learned about this condition or this thing um and I wonder if I should get tested like if you think it will help you to know, go do it. Go ask your doctor. Go um, ask those questions. Go do your own research. Like, I, you have to be kind of a little bit uh, careful because I easily try to diagnose myself with everything and then I show up to my therapist before and I'm like, oh, I have this, this, and this. And they're like, mm, no, you don't, you know? But I do think it's smart to go do that research because at least for me, I found it extremely helpful. Anyways, that's my 10-minute take. And I hope to create and not create, but continue this dialogue with you more in the future. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.